Welcome to Gospel Mission Church's message podcast. We pray that as you listen, you will be encouraged in your journey and that your relationship with Father God will be strengthened and deepened. Here's this week's message from Pastor Claude. It's good to be here, right? It's good to worship the Lord together. What an awesome time of worship where we can get the the air of our lungs worshiping God, right? So good. I would ask you to stand and we'll place ourselves before the Lord. Yes, Father, I thank you this morning for the privilege we have to draw close to you. And we just want to worship you. We just want to adore you and reverence you. And we just pray that you would have your way in our lives, that you would continue to usher your presence over us, through us. And we just want to uh, take a hold of what you want to tell us this morning. We know that you are a speaking God and that you go beyond my words, that you're able to nudge and speak to every heart. I just pray a blessing on each person here in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. So we are in this uh, series of more, and uh, we are, we're going to continue a little bit longer on this series. And uh, the reason that we are talking on more is because there's a sense that God has more to offer, and there's more that God wants to do in us and through us. So what we want to do is we want to um, create this time where we go for God or we ask for him to move in a greater way. And I believe in this year, in, in 2023, God wants to do amazing things. And the first thing that he wants us to, to know is that he has things off, like he has things to offer. And like we were saying uh, in, the first, um, in the first message, we might have an empty tank, but he doesn't. And so what we're called to do is to tap into him. And so what I'd like to talk about this morning is more prayer. Can you, talk to your, can you tell your neighbor more prayer? More prayer. So we're going to focus on prayer. Actually, when I was working on the message, I, I realized I could not do justice to it in one, in one shot. So I'll be speaking next week on prayer. For those that have the announcement or the, uh, my notes inserted in the bulletin, you'll notice that or not, it's not the same note. There was a change. And, uh, but it's still, we're still going to focus on prayer this week and also next week. But one of the, the thoughts that I want to share uh, with you guys this morning is, is why do we pray? Is it necessary for us to pray? Is it optional? And uh, the, the thought I'd like to share today and, and also next week is prayer changes everything. Tell your neighbor that prayer changes everything. Prayer changes everything. You find in, in James uh, the thought that if you get closer to God, he's going to get closer to us. What a, what a principle when you think about that. Get closer to God, he will get closer to us. And so, so just, to, just to stop here and cap there for a moment, that when you draw close to God, he gets closer to you. When you make him your priority in life, when you focus on him, when you desire him and you, uh, and you pursue him, what's going to happen is you'll find him, you'll see him intervene in your life, you will experience his presence, and it's going to change everything, right? So, so one of the call that we have as a people, as those that are called to follow Jesus, it's to desire his presence. It's so long for him, and, and, and the reward of that, or the blessing of that, is that we have fellowship with God. One of the first calling that we have as believers is to have fellowship with God. 
And that's the beauty of what Jesus came to do. He came to restore this relationship with him and that we can have fellowship with him. And the beauty with fellowship is we can all have fellowship with him. And some of us, what we know about prayer is that you have to pray in a certain way. And sometimes what happens is we disqualify ourselves to prayer because we, we think that our vocabulary is not good enough. Uh, we find the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, and it's really a template of how we're called to pray. But everyone can have fellowship with God. Pretty amazing, right? And, and, I, and I believe the foundation of my life as a believer is to have fellowship with God. And I don't think I'm able to live a life that honors Him, that walks according to His ways, that walks according to His principles without being with Him. And so one of the primary goals that we have as Christians is to have fellowship with him, to have communion with him. And what is prayer? Well, prayer is connecting with God. Prayer is having time with God. Prayer is to be with God. Uh, I was raised um, as prayer is like this religious thing that you do, that you, uh, I was taught to do like this, and I was taught to, to have some, some behaviors or some actions when it comes to prayer, and there's nothing wrong with that, but the real heart of prayer is to have communion with him, to have fellowship with him. And the beauty with fellowship is, is you are who you are, approaching God, and God approaches you. So we want to be a people that understands prayer and sees a need for prayer because prayer changes everything. But sometimes our concept of prayer is a duty, um, it's a duty focus, and it's not relational. But I believe that it is relational, and it's called to grow, and I believe it has a huge impact when we grow on this. Prayer equals being with God. One of the things that we have a tendency to do is to copy and paste. Copy and paste. Say that to your neighbor. Copy and paste. And um, when we look at um, the publicities that we find or the media, like some of you, you'll be watching the Super Bowl today. And uh, the commercials in, at the Super Bowl, uh, they are worth millions, and they have a little portion of time so that you can watch it, so you can copy it, and so you can paste it. And so all the, all the publicity that you find, all the, the, uh, the media and how much money is spent on having our attention so that we would take a look at it to say, okay, maybe you're not even hungry for a burger and then you see a commercial and finally, <laughs> let's, go, let's go get a burger, right? It, it, it plays on you. It wants you to copy it so that you can paste it. So we live in a world that is so much of that, and we need to understand that prayer is like that, that when I copy God, or let's say I'm spending time with God, and I have communion with God, I have fellowship with God, what's going to happen? I'm going to paste that in my life. And what I mean by pasting is that you will see that in your life. If I ask this question to you this morning, when you look at your own life, what are you pasting? If you look at last week, if you look at your relationships, when you look at your personal life or your secret life or how you do business and all that, is it like Jesus? Is it at God's image? Like when you look at how you're spending your life and what you're doing in the private before the computer with your family, with your wife, with your kids, with your coworkers when you're alone, your thought life, what is being paced? And I believe what is being paced is based on what was being copied. Whatever you copy 
will be paced at one point. So this why this world, when it comes to announcements and 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 like uh, when it comes to um, I'm looking for marketing, uh, they're really putting a lot of more money in marketing because the moment you copy you'll have a strong urge to pace, right? And so when it comes to prayer, what does prayer do? Is you're spending time with God, you're connect, connecting with Father, and what happens is you're becoming more like Him, and it will influence the way you do life. Instead of having rules and regulations that you try to follow, but you can't because you don't have the power, but when you connect with God, what happens is you're being filled with the Holy Spirit, when you connect with God, he's having an influence on your life. There's this, this joining that you have with him, and the more you do that, the more there's a transformation that happens in, in the inside. Not a conf- conformation where you conform to the laws of man, but there's an inside transformation, and, and we want to see that. So we need to copy the right thing so we can pace what we want when it, when it comes to pasting something that honors God. If you look at John chapter 5, verse 15, it says, so Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. Whatever the father does, the son also does. So Jesus is copying and then pasting. He takes the time to connect with father. And we see this multiple times in the gospel where the disciples are looking for him. And I talked about that real quick last week. But where he got up early in the morning, um, when he wanted to make him king, he decided to go in the wilderness. And this is where he met the disciples on the water when they were going through a storm. You see Jesus in Gethsemane, knowing that he will endure the cross, he's spending time with the Father. And as he's spending time with the Father, he concludes to, to not my will, but your will be done. I will drink the cup if you want me to drink the cup. What you see in the life of Jesus, he did what he saw his father do. So he had a relationship with father. He had communion with father. He had fellowship where he walked with the father. And so when he left the mountain or he left the time with father, he walked in the valley and he pasted what happened on the mountain. He pasted what happened in the private. He pasted his time with the Lord. And that's organic. It just happens this way because because that's the way we're wired too. Because if you feed yourself of whatever, you will want to see that in your life. And, and so, so how, we, how we assimilate stuff and what we focus on is huge. Because whatever I let my heart absorb, there's a good chance it's going to come in motion and it's going to be translated by an action. Like that's why Proverbs chapter 4 says, Guard your heart, right? So what you want to do is you want to have the word of God as the door of your heart because if you let anything come in in your heart, what's going to happen? There's a good chance that it will become a behavior. It will become an action. You still with me? So when we look at prayer, why is prayer so important? It's because you're connecting, having fellowship with God. And as you're having fellowship with God, you're getting from him, and when you do life, you start to pace, uh, pace like what he would do, and you become more and more like him, and it shows in the way you do life. So we see Jesus, he copied from the Father, and he pasted it when he did life. Look what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. For bad company corrupts good character. And we say that to, to our kids when they're young, right? They're teenagers. Hang out with the right, the right people because they'll influence you. And it, it's so true. 
It's so true that if you, if you copy negativism, criticism, and evil, and, and so on, you know, if you copy, it filters in and it changes you. And we, we saw, I look at my kids, I look at people around, you can see that other people influence them. And we find that in, in the Psalms in many occasions. Uh, we see David addressing that topic. And, and here it says, for bad company corrupts good character. Why? It's because you copy. And then you say, and th- let me tell you a secret. We think we can copy without pasting it. It's a question of time that you will paste it if you copy it. It's a question of time that you will put in motion. If you feed yourself, you feed yourself, you feed yourself, at one point you will paste it, you will paste it, you will paste it. So this is why prayer is such important and an important factor. And I'll talk next week about 10 reasons that we're called to pray. But I, I really believe that if I don't have communion with the Father and I don't have fellowship with the Father, then I'm going to copy something. We're all copying something. Like you, you can copy, you can copy um, Netflix. That's what, you, that's what you do. You watch Netflix. You, you copy um, YouTube. You look at all the different streams of whatever political to, to beliefs and all that and bring so much confusion in your mind. Now, I'm not saying that it's not good to be smart and to be aware but what am I feeding myself with? Will influence the way I, I, I do life. Um, in November, the end of November, like I have Instagram, and I had Instagram. I had my family and I had NHL. And really, we don't do a lots of Instagram as a family now. We use, uh, we just have a family um, uh, text or WhatsApp. But I was finding myself watching the, the NHL role, like. And then it says extra roles, or is that it? I think extra roles. So I started to go on that, and then it led me to a a thing and led me to another, and I said, what am I watching? What is that? So I said, you know, that's not good for me, so I remove Instagram from me. I understand the fact that whatever I feed myself, whatever I feed myself with will take a root in my heart. And it's a question of time that is going to produce a fruit, and then I will see something through my behavior or a desire or a longing that was, that's not what I want. It's not what I want in my heart, but I'm drawn to it because of my feeding ground. So if your feeding ground is not healthy, don't expect to have a healthy behavior and we, we lie to ourselves. We think we can. We think that we can feed ourselves from all kind of junk, all kind of ungodliness, and then we expect to have a switch that turns on and to follow God. It doesn't work like that. It's organically. If you, if you connect with God and you have fellowship with God, it's going to show in your behavior. If you feed yourself of whatever is out there, it's going to show in your life. If you look at um, we, we have, I don't have my phone with me, and, and, I, I, and I'll never talk enough of that, is what is accessible in our hands. It's unreal. From every stream of ungodliness and sexuality and, and viewpoints of how to treat people, government, whatever, there's all kind of stuff. And I don't think we're very good to, to filter stuff, but if we filter the wrong things and it comes into our heart, it creates a behavior. It really does. Or it creates an expectation. 
It really creates an expectation, and then it, it hurts people that are around us. So it's huge to realize that whatever I feed myself with, and it's not something new I'm sharing to you, but it's important to realize that that's one of the main reasons of prayer is that it makes you connect with God. And this is where you hear his heart, and you have a download of his presence, and then you can behave and, and do his will, right? Look, look, look what it says in Matthew chapter 6. Verse 22, it says, Your eye is like a lamp that provides light to your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. Wow. So whatever I see, whatever I focus on, it affects my heart. It affects who I am as a person, and then it will transpire in what I do. Like actually, what it says in chapter five, I believe, is verse twenty-nine. It says, "If your eye, if if you if you do this, pluck out your eye." And what Jesus is saying is, "Don't go see the doctor and have someone remove your eye," but he's saying, "Deal with it. Deal on the stuff." that's preventing you or feeding you, preventing you of doing God's will. So let's say, for example, that you have a problem with Instagram or you have a problem with, I don't know, Netflix or whatever it might be, cut it off. Cut it off, that's what he's saying. Oh, how, how can you ask me to do that? Well, it's really up to you. But you gotta realize that whatever you feed yourself will take root in your heart and will create a behavior. And that's, that's so real, look at your own journey. Look at the issues that you deal with in your marriage if you're married. Look at the, the issue that you deal with in your personal life if you're not married. Look at uh, around you. It, whatever you, you copy, you see it being paced. Or you have the desire to see it pay, paced. Uh, good or bad. And so, so, so it's huge for us to realize that what prayer does, it brings you to a place where you are filled by God, where you're encountered by God. Look what it says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, a pride in our achievements and possessions. There is, these are not from the Father, but are from the world. Wow. These are not from the Father. But if I don't know what the Father is, and I don't connect with God, and I don't make it a priority, if I just put a pause here, is that sometimes life is so busy, and I remember in the, when, a few years ago, when we were seeing significant growth, what I did is um, I, I, I tried to do more without subtracting, so I was getting up earlier, earlier in the morning to the point where it was too early. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense anymore uh, because I wanted to redeem the time. And, and the thing is, I needed to come to a point and say, okay, what do I need to shave off my life that's not a priority so I can focus on my priority? And there's some of us that we're very, very busy. And then when I talk about you connecting with Father, you see as something else you gotta do. Maybe what you gotta do is go home and look at your calendar and look at what you're called to shave what you're called to shave off. And, and, and if, you take, if you go home today and you realize that whatever you copy you will pace, I, I think you'll be motivated to pace what is good, to pace 
to, to, to copy what is healthy, what, what will bring success in your own life and growth in your own life, and also growth and health in your marriage and your relationships. Um, it, because I know that the bottom line, we all want to be godly, right? I know that all of us here, if I would say, how many of you, you really want to follow Jesus? And I believe 99.9 of the people will raise their hand up and say, yeah. But how do you do that? That's where the tire hits the road. How do you do that? Is that you need to have fellowship with God. Listen, if you don't have fellowship with God, you'll never do his will. Doesn't matter how smart you are. Doesn't matter if you were a pastor for the last 25 years. Doesn't matter. I cannot do God's will if I'm not connected with him. It's impossible. I might, not, I might do good stuff to some degree, but I'll never do what he wants me to do if I don't have communion with him because we see this example in the life of Jesus. And so I challenge you in your own life to shave off what can be shaved so that you, have, so you can have communion with him so that as you copy him, you will be able to paste it in your life. You're still with me? I think that's a huge, it's a huge topic. It's, it's so important, right? And like I said in 1 John, or what I read, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, for the world offers only the craving of the physical pleasure. That's what you're bombarded all the time. The craving of physical pleasure. A craving of everything we see, the pride of our achievements and possessions. And these are not from the Father, but are from the world. So when I don't connect with Father... And prayer is not central in my life. That's what I'm copying. Listen, if I don't connect with Father and I walk away from his word, there's not a thousand more, there's not a thousand options. You will copy the behaviors of the world. And then what will you do? You will live them out. And then we come to a point and we say, I can't do his will. Yes, you can. It's only because you're not feeding yourself right. You're copying something that is not healthy, and it, it's affecting your life, right? So, so life is about copying and, and pasting. It is. Uh, the more I copy God, the more I'm satisfied with him. The more I, 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 I see God and his beauty and his splendor, the more I realize that all the other things will fade away. And, and, and as a Christian... I need to come to the point where Jesus is my all. Would you agree? I need to come to the point where Jesus is my all because this is what we've signed up for. Like, we've signed up to have Jesus as our all. And so, so the key thing as a believer, it's not a compromise with the world, but it's to be satisfied with Jesus. And how do you become satisfied with Jesus is when you have fellowship with God. And when you have fellowship with God, there's something that happens. I can't explain it, but inside, there's something that happens. There's an inner satisfaction that happens because I believe we were planned for that. Because you know as much as me that this world doesn't satisfy. You know that. It never satisfies. There's always something wrong. And there will always be something wrong. There's never going to be enough. Well, it's never going to be great enough, big enough. It's always going to be like that. And the older you get, it's, you realize that's the cycle of life. That's why Solomon was saying vanity, all is vanity. What's the point? Right? And this is why there needs to be a shift in our lives. 
What am I copying? How am I doing life? To do, to do a, a, to retract for a moment and say, how am I living my life? What am I copying? And as you look at what you're copying, then you know what's going to come out at one point, right? Maybe not to the same extreme, but in the same, like, hardening of hearts, heart or, or missing out on what God wants to do. So I have to make God my satisfaction. I've got to realize that he's the one that satisfied me. And so this is why it's so important to draw to God. Like Martin Luther said, to be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. To be a Christian without prayer is no more important, no more possible than to be alive without breathing. Like, I look at the reformation that Martin Luther brought about the discovery of grace in, in, in the epistle of Roman. <gasps> Epiphany. We're saved by grace. And, and then this man, not a perfect man, but he understands that prayer is essential in the life of the believer. Why? It's because it's in his presence that you copy. And this, as you copy God and you have downloads and you grow in him in your life, then you live it out organically. Not as laws and regulations that chop, chop, you got to do that. But it just flows naturally from the inside. It's not a conformity of the outside, but a transformation in the inside. I said that already. And you, you look at the life of Jesus, that's what he modeled, modeled. He modeled it. He did what he saw his father do. The early church was born in prayer in Acts chapter 2. They were waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit. The church, listen, hey, up there. The church was born, was born in prayer. It was born in prayer. We were born. Like if we look at our family tree of being a believer, it was born in prayer. How can we put that aside? It was, it, they, they copied God in prayer. The Holy Spirit came in, like I said last week, like a rushing wing. We were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they did the work of the ministry. And here we are today. It was born. The church was born in prayer. You look in the early church, prayer was so essential to the point that they built monastery. And they went to another extreme as they forgot about the lost souls and they only focus on waiting in God's presence. But I think that you cannot reach lost soul if you're not filled from, of the Holy Spirit and you. It's one, not one or the other, it's, it's both. But there was a, such an emphasis on fellowshipping with God. Not prayer as systematic like someone tells you, pray like this, but connecting with God, having communion with God, having your tea with Jesus or having your coffee with Jesus where you are spending time with him and you're letting him wash over you. You're letting him fill you. Then you go to his word and you don't read it me mechanically. You read it with God. What are you telling me? What do you want to change in me? What do you want to do through me? And you're having this interaction with God and then if there's sins you need to repent, you repent. If there's truth that you need to absorb, you write it down. And, and then what happens is inside, there's an inner transformation. And it's being absorbed in your inner man. And then you, you leave that place and you do life and boom. You're doing the life that honors Jesus. And how was that the case? It's because whatever we copy, we paste. Whatever we copy, we pace. And my, my prayer this morning is, is to be able to answer this question. 
Why am I paste, what am I pasting? And I asked this question already, like, what am I pasting? When I look at my week, I stop down, I stop and I'm saying, okay, what did I do? How did I do life? What am I pasting? And then I have to look at what did I copy? What did I copy? And so that's my prayer for you that that you would realize that prayer is where you copy God. This is where you become like him. And this is where you receive a download from him for your relationship, for your personal life, for your marriage. Prayer is where I meet God, where I have interaction with God. So, So my prayer for you this morning was a simple message, right? Copy, paste. We all have this on our computer. <laughs> Copy, paste, right? And, and what I had on my heart was make, making you aware of what you're copying and realize what you're copying at one point you will paste it. And don't get mad at the pasting if you've copied the wrong things. Don't get mad at God when you've paced, when you copied the wrong things and you expect God to do what is right when all this time you didn't feed yourself of him, you never heard his heart, you never walked according to his ways, right? Thanks for listening. If there's anything we can do to help you along in your journey, email prayer at gmchurch.ca. If you'd like to see what's coming up at Gospel Mission Church or learn more about us, visit gmchurch.ca.